I gotta make sure. Oh, you know. Yeah. And then we'll do mine, then we'll do the shorts, and obviously the order they are in. Got it. All right, here we go. We are recording. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to our Tuesday edition of Sci-Fi Watcher. Glad you could join us again this week as we cover the sixth edition of the Sci-Fi Shorts. I am Corey Charette, and joining me is Mr. Brian Lee. Brian, what's going on? Hey, Corey. Good to be here. Always fun to be here. Ah, uh, yes. And we got some interesting ones this week and one I'm very excited to get to. But before we do, we had a couple of news stories to go to. And Brian, start us off. Yeah. So uh, the Alien franchise... Uh, is turning 40 this year. Wow. So uh, as a tie-in, they're doing this thing where they, they reached out to filmmakers and they took up submissions for shorts based on the Alien universe. And they received 550 submissions. So uh, this week at the Emerald City Comic Con, they're releasing, they're announcing this and they're releasing some of these um, and they've picked six of these shorts to show to people, you know, all based off the Alien franchise or something related to the Alien franchise. Uh, they're also going to really releasing these online uh, one a week starting March 29th on AlienUniverse.com. So uh, pretty cool stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. I was saying this earlier. I said I, I think sometimes the fan made stuff is better than the legit licensed stuff. Oh, yeah. And the definitely. Fact, they picked the best of the best. We're definitely going to have to talk about these when they come out because I'm excited. I enjoyed the Alien film and Aliens, of course, the sequel to it. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see what takes they take of this whole franchise that's out there. I wonder if also this is kind of like an incubator thing. Like maybe if one of these stories really shines, they could make it a feature film. You never know. You never know. They probably got the rights to say, hey, if you submit this story, it's ours forever and you get nothing. Oh, yeah interesting oh, yeah. yeah so we'll have to check those out when they come out at the end of the month that's a couple weeks away so uh stick around and we'll keep you updated to this then this next story is a little interesting fun one here that believe it or not brian didn't even know about and i've been stumbling over this thing all week kfc has released a new set of commercials of course you know kfc loves to have different kernels in there and this time they've released the robocop kernel <laughs> not only did they release it, but it's voiced by the original RoboCop himself, Peter Weller. Nice. That is so awesome. I did not know about this. I know. Uh, it's one of those things I, I had the TV and I look up like, what in the heck is that? Now it's RoboCop with glasses, the Colonel's wig, and the Colonel's facial hair. <laughs> voiced by Peter Weller. Voiced by Peter, which makes it makes it so much better. This is probably... I don't know. These KFC commercials are hokey to me, but to me, the fact that they did this is like, this is now my favorite KFC commercials out there. I love how they're being creative this way. You know, the weird thing about this though, is it's not like there's any RoboCop connection. There's no RoboCop film out right now. There's, they're talking about doing a RoboCop return supposedly. And there's no, no, no connection with the show, the, with the, uh, with KFC. It's just RoboCop is in our commercial period. That's it. Because RoboCop is awesome. Why not? It is, but this is our generation. And he's in his period uh, RoboCop costume. It's not the new RoboCop. No. It's the it's our RoboCop it's, in the 90s. Well, that's the thing. So this is a fan service for us people that grew up watching the original. So, 
Yeah. Oh, definitely. Check it out. We're going to have links for both of those in the show notes later. But let's get into our shorts this week. Got three one three new ones for us to talk about here. First one's called From the Future with Love, written by K. Michael Parande, 12 minutes and 22 seconds. And talking about cops, this is uh, Cops from the Future. Yeah, what if cops were privatized, pretty much? Love the look of their outfits. They remind me a little bit about RoboCop. Kind so of did. Kind there. of did white outfits with the red and blue lights that flash on them. I like that. It's 2095. Officers are now privatized and they sell you different types of protection plans. I love the opening scene when they're in the uh, the diner and the lady uh, that's working there, the waitress, like someone steals her tip or her money or something like that. And the cops are like, oh, you guys don't have enough uh, coverage. So we, we're not doing anything. No, exactly. So, yeah, it's like, oh, well, you can get a premium coverage. And uh, it's like, yeah. But then it's kind of weird. The one guy that's kind of a jerk there because he's all upset because he's got ketchup on his food and blah, blah, blah. Leaves her a really nice tip. He kind of felt bad that she got, you know, robbed. Well, yeah, he he did that on his own conscience, but he's got to show his buddies that he's hard. Right. He's like, I'll, I'll be out there in a minute, guys. I didn't get my food yet. Then he just leaves a huge tip so they don't know about it. Yeah. So he really doesn't care about the whole coverage thing. I, I wrote in here in my show notes that they look he, they look more like Judge Dredd, I think. Yeah, they definitely look like Judge Dredd. I, got more I thought about Dredd. that too. Yeah. I didn't think of RoboCop. I mean, I can see it now once we talk about RoboCop. But I had written down literally Judge Dredd in white. Right. But I, That makes more sense. Yeah, I mean, either way, you, you're not wrong no matter how you look at it. But I love the fact that they in the next part, they tell you there's three plans, the basic, the silver, and the premium plans. It's like, which how how much protection do you want? It's almost like the police are now a mafia. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, would you want private police or would you rather leave it the way it is? I'd rather leave it the way it is. <laughs> yeah. Obviously. I mean, they're obviously not going to make it look good. It's like, oh, there's the great thing about having a cop. I like that little vignette where they were in the train station or whatever, and they had premium cops, and they're like, here's what premium cops look like, you know? Uh-huh. It is kind of cool. I mean, the whole idea is great. Then we get to cut to one of the guys who gets attacked. And that kind of step, it kind of took me out of the narrative a little bit, but I liked it. Yeah. Basically, he got jacked, and- it was a little hard to understand. So the guy that jacked him went into his body and yeah. wiped his own. Is uh, that what happened? Yeah, I was confused at first. I thought he was erasing the. I was. I was like, "What is he doing?" I was like, "Yeah, he erased the cop's memory and he put his in there because he made a comment about he's gonna can't wait to see his wife later or something like that." Right, and they never took that story forward. I thought they would have went to the next scene with him and then they didn't. Yeah. It's, you know? it's more like a, here's a little glimpse of what this world looks like. And that was one of the, the things. And then we get, and he's got ketchup on his nose. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and then we get to the, to the, uh, to the, the last the vignette here. And the two other cops are want to go somewhere to eat. And they're going to go to an area called the MPF. I don't know if they said what MPF stood for. I think it's probably another rival. Um, uh, what do you call it? Service. I was thinking something like Metropolitan Police Force or something like that. Because you know, the, you see the the little drone above saying "Don't go there." You know, it's bad luck, and you can see like the the line, imaginary line, like they cross into there. Mm-hmm. And that part it could be that. 
Yeah, I was thinking like yeah, like I was thinking different police force or something like that. You know, they each have their own district. It's kind of weird because they go in there in this restaurant and then trying to, you know, the whole place is jammed because it's either thick walls or a jamming device. Obviously, you know, it's a jamming device, which we think and they try to offer mm-hmm. offer a plan to this guy. But if it's in the MPF area, can he really go there and protect them? That's I, the thing. I wonder if it's more like if we can get them on our plan, then this becomes part of our area kind of thing, you know? Oh. That's that what I was make- thinking. I was thinking that yeah. it's like, oh, you don't have protection, so you have our protection, so now this is a safe zone. We can come in and go as we please. Gotcha. That's the way I was yeah. looking at it. Oh, because he they like going there so much, like might as well make it safe for me. Right. You know? Yeah. Of course, things go wrong, which we saw coming. Yeah. And appara- it's sort of the mafia. It's kind of mafia type. It really is. It's the this is our area, this is your area. You stay on your side, we'll stay on our side, and things will be good. Mm-hmm. And of course, those two meet to a, a certain demise, which well, that's what happens. Yeah. But then we get the, and I hate when this happens, we get the to be continued. So it's like, oh, yeah. So I don't know how you could continue it because they're dead. So I'm thinking you just have to start with new cops. I don't know. I think maybe they, they like we were talking about before the show, maybe they planned on making more and they just didn't. Yeah, because we um, went online to get this. It said 2016, but that was the when it was uploaded to Dust. And it actually came out in 2013 from what you found. Yeah, I'd like to see a continuation. Oh. But also didn't like the title. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's the problem is we're coming up with some of these shorts. Like the the one we did was a Beyond, that, that 40 minute. Beyond, one. yeah. Yeah, this is another one. It's like, I want something that grabs my attention. I was like, from the future with love was just like, is this time traveling? What is this? You know? Oh, maybe like a James Bond kind of name, you know, to serve with love. I I don't know. It just, it, it didn't connect with the story whatsoever. They should come up with something else. Cause I mean, we, you found this one as one of those like most requested videos from dust for like 2018 or something like that. And mm-hmm. yeah, I would not have found this on my own. This would not have grabbed my attention if I saw that name. Yeah. What'd you think of this whole, their whole universe, this, this whole world they created? Uh, it was just basically like a Twilight Zone episode, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, I did like the ideas that the cops offered plans, which I don't think I've ever seen before in terms no. of it. interesting. It, it was fun. I would like to go back there again and visit it. But as you can tell, caution, it's like more of a cautionary tale. Yeah, I think you're right. But it was a fun little tale. Yeah, I liked it. All right, let's get on to the, the next one here. This one is called Liminal. It is uh, written by Colin Davis and Matt Littleweiler. Little uh, six minutes and 51 seconds. Now, this one is all basically you use your imagination in this one is what, what, it, what it turns out to be. I mean, I, I like it and I, I hate it at the same time. Mm-hmm. Because they're talking about high concept things. I mean, there are two scientists. One is a bio... Um, Canist, and the other one is a something else. I forgot what they yeah. were now. Um, but they're talking about sending somebody uh, through teleportation, and they came back 0.5 seconds later or something like that. Yeah, right? it was like two thirds of a second. So they went. They sent a man to Europa and brought him back in two thirds of a second. Right, but that person had changed somehow. Right, but their overreactions. I don't know. It, it just felt like overreactions uh-huh. to me. 
It, yeah, it was. They were scientists. So for them to do that, it just seemed kind of out of place. Hmm. Um, and then the whole thing about, I guess, the guy escaped. Yeah. But that's all we know. Yeah, you hear gunshots and, and that's it. He's still being assessed as of right now. Um, kind of remind me, I'm thinking of like... Um, I'm okay with minimal sci-fi, but I think this is way too minimal. Yeah, you had this was imagination driven. What I yeah. had in my imagination was great, but what I had on screen was not. Yeah, when you marry the two, that's when you find something yeah. good. Um, kind of was Event Horizon. Would that be something like this? Is that what I was thinking? Like Dead Inside? Kinda, yeah. yeah. You changed a little bit. That's yeah. that's kind of how it was sold. I mean, that's what I was thinking. Like. <sighs> Like their soul was removed when they traveled is what it was. So, I mean, I think if we had seen that, this would have been a great story. Yeah, we don't even get to see the guy. I think we only saw him like running, right? Yeah, that was it. And it was like off in the distance, like, ah. And then we don't really propose, okay, so what's changed? What? It's one of those kind of films that get you thinking like, mm-hmm. oh, what really happened to him? Yeah. At the same time, I was like, I don't care what happened to him. Right. This, this, this was made on a very... Very low budget, obviously. <laughs> it's just yeah. let's just put two people on the roof and have them chit chat, and uh, that's pretty much all you get here. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think it would have been my imagination was great. The story in my head was amazing, but what I actually saw was not that great. Yeah, I pass on this one. Yeah, definitely. All right, now this is the one I'm excited about. This is called A Trip to the Moon, and I'm not saying the names. It's a French film. It's a silent film from 1902. That's 12 minutes and 51 seconds. This is the film. We've all seen the scene of basically the bullet hitting the the eye of the moon. Right. I have never watched this and all I, the way through. I have never I've never watched this at all. I've seen pictures of it here. I think Smashing Pumpkins has a little bit of it in their videos, what I, I think of. And I've seen, yeah. you know, I've seen that that moon picture forever. I mean, and it's like I'm like. I was saw an article and said, oh, we have to watch this. We have to. This is considered the first science fiction film ever made, 1902. And this thing's public domain now, so. <laughs> Definitely. 67 years before they landed on the moon, this came out. We've only, we're only 50 years away from the moon landing. This is 67 years before that. Think about that. I kind of like the whimsical nature of what they think the moon is like, you know? Well, well the one thing about, okay, so I know I'm going into a silent film. One thing about this is there's no like you know how like like Charlie Chaplin films whatever they'll stop the scene and they'll show a card of them saying something there's none of yeah. that no it's all the action on you that you're seeing which yeah. is great so it's a French film so you don't have to worry about translations or anything like that this was kind of interesting like okay what is this story about <laughs> you try to figure it out at the beginning like what are you doing here. I mean, they look like they're a bunch of scientists, and they're proposing about sending someone off to the moon. Right. Well, once he started drawing that, I'm like, oh, okay, there we go. So yeah. At first, I'm like, you guys having a party? Who are you guys? It was an old guy over here. It's like, okay. And I wonder if there's anything culturally that we're not getting, you know? Yeah, I don't Something know. lost in translation because it's French. Yeah, I have no clue. Um, there was a um, weird scene where they, like, they created their chairs out of something. They pulled something up, and the chairs just, like, popped up. Oh, I must have missed that. Yeah, it was like right at the they do that a lot in these old films. Um, I like how uh behind them is really just a matte painting. It, you probably knew that, right? Yeah, it, it felt like to me I was almost they were like on a stage. I felt like we were watching like a play. 
Yeah, they're on a stage, and then the scenery is a matte painting, which for the time period was cool. Now we're like, that's a painting. Well, you think, I mean, think about the money spent on it. It wasn't like they just, they could have gone, okay, we're going to be in a room and we'll put something back there and we'll call it the scenery. I mean, they had all these matte paintings and it still looks pretty amazing. This is 1902. It's pretty freaking amazing. Oh, yeah. The artwork is good, but yeah. it's it's a painting. It is. I mean, the whole set too. I mean, there was even scenes where they were like, they had the stars and stuff. And it's like, they even used, had a matte painting for the stars. It's like, you know, why couldn't you just like, I don't know, figure out an easy way to make a fake skyline or actually go outside. I guess maybe because the cameras and stuff wouldn't have been able to film as uh-huh. easily and uh, outdoors in 1902. I like also the like stop motion a little bit mm-hmm. where uh, they're putting the bullet into the cannon, right? Yep. And then there's a guy that goes up the ladder and he lights the flint and it's like this thing where they they quickly cut to a flash and uh-huh. then back again. Yeah. Uh, and there's smokestacks you can see in the distance, mm-hmm. you know. A lot of detail, uh, a lot of little details like that they put in this. Oh yeah. You don't get stuff like this anymore. No, of course. Then you get them going to the moon and actually splat on the moon. Yeah, they splat on the moon, and then it shows the uh, what is it? The funny thing is, when they get to the moon, they get out of the the canister or whatever the thing is. And then disappears, like it's gone. Yeah. Like, where to go? <laughs> That's it. We're done. Yeah. We'll see it later, but obviously it's gone there. And and I'm, yeah, and like stuff starts going down behind them, so they can see the Earth. And- well, yeah, it was kind of weird. I like that. It was kind of like my boy. Here comes the Earth, and then and like the skyline's going down at the same time. Yeah, and of course, you know, living in the 21st century, you look back, it's like it's great. There's oxygen on the moon. You guys just land on the moon, like it's no big deal, and. And there's like a fire that happens. And I was like, why did the fire happen? Out of nowhere. It's just like fire. I'm like, okay, no explanation. Yeah. Just there's a fire. No, no one's freaking out. Would you and think the, the aliens? Yeah. Oh, what are you going to say? I was going to ask you, what'd you think of the aliens? I was like, what did they think? They think there's aliens up there. I probably, they probably just obviously didn't did it for the heck of it. They kind of look like demons to me, like little de- demonic creatures. They look like devils, yeah. I'm like, okay, that's kind of scary. They're walking like on frog legs. Yeah. And, uh, and, yeah. And what do you think of the way they escaped? <laughs> they like, escaped uh, to get back to Earth, that part? Yeah, where the guy jumps on, like, there's a, it's like, first of all, somehow the rocket is on the edge of a cliff and the guy, there's a rope on it and the guy grabs the rope to pull it off. Yeah, yeah. And they just like somehow leave the moon and like land on Earth without burning up or anything in the atmosphere, which I think is great. Well, at first I didn't know they were at the Earth. I thought they just fell down into water. And I'm like, oh, no, they're on Earth at Earth now. They thought they could just fall down. Yeah. It's hilarious. It was, I thought it was so fun. And and I love it. They land in the water and I'm like, such a nice fish tank you guys have here. <laughs> so obvious. Oh, yeah, little, there was like little fishes. Yeah. I know. It's like, it's like, yeah, that's a fish tank. It's obvious. But it was. But but I, I laughed I'm like, oh, so you just grab a rope and the guy didn't burn up at all. But what happened to the, the devil guy that was stuck on the back? He, 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 he no, just, see, in this time, they had no concept of that. If you no, weren't a scientist, you know, no, but, but I'll they come back and then they get these big medals that have the moon on it and stuff like that. It's like, oh, congratulations, guys. Like, oh, OK. I wonder if this is the first sci fi film. I, I from from what I've I've heard, um, this is the this is considered the first science fiction film ever made, which is kind of mind blowing. I mean, it's it took us 
five years to get to this, Corey? Yeah, well, you know, it's funny. It's one of those things. It's like I don't know why we didn't because we never did the uh, we never did the uh, shorts before. Which I'm glad we yeah. kind of did it now. Um, I don't know. Like I said, I, I read an article on this, and it's just like, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, I like them getting little awards at the end. Like moon, they got moon awards. Yeah, it's considered the earliest example of science fiction film genre. Okay, may not be the first, but no, it's but up there. Well, we'll. I mean, for what we'll say it is for what it is. I mean, the fact I like the fact that it we don't need to translate it. It's just you know we get the title and that's oh, yeah. it. I mean, it's which is great. So it's universally. And I'm surprised at the fact that it's been around since 1902. That is crazy. It really is. Wow. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it for what it was worth. No, no, I did too. I mean, even even the orchestra music was kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, the whole set. The, I mean, I I love the sets. A lot of work went into it for for this time period. That's the thing. I would love to know how much this cost to make. The other kind of example of this was at Metropolis. Yeah, we got to watch you know, that one too. That's another. That one is long. That's long. Yeah. I forgot how long. It's like hours. Yeah, that's hours. the thing with some of these older films too, is they are so so darn long. Um, I mean, this was only 12 minutes because it's a short, obviously. But uh, yeah, um, I enjoyed it. I'm, I'm glad we did this. Metropolis is two hours and 33 minutes. So that's long for back then. Yeah, so. We'll just pretend it's the Avengers. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty long. So, um, you, did you like this one? Did you like this one? Oh yeah, I enjoyed it. I'm glad. It, Definitely, I'm, I'm glad we did it. It's one of those. It's like bucket list. Like we saw a trip to the moon. Yep. Mark that off. I don't now we can watch Metropolis. All right, now we'll have to put Metropolis on our list. <laughs> Let me write that down. Metropolis. All right, and that's it, my friends. And uh, I want to thank Brian for being here again this week. And Brian, where can we find you online? Uh, you can find me on Twitter or Instagram. It's Brian Says. You can find all our goodness online at sayproductions.com slash sci-fi watcher. We do so many shows over there. It's disgusting. We do shorts. We got movies, Rick and Morty, The Orville, and whatever else we feel like doing. There's so much stuff out there. So go check it all out at our website, sayproductions.com slash sci-fi watcher. That's it for this week's episode. And until next time, everyone, have a good one.